I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Hi, today I want to talk to you about getting out of your comfort zone or not. Now, to define that, a comfort zone is a place, probably where you are now, where anybody is now, where what you've always done always gets the same results. Um, it's the things that you do in your business, the things, the patterns you hold in your life, the way you show up, the way you represent yourself, the way you talk to people, all, all of those things. And they become habits. They become the way we do things. Yet very often, um, we wish we had different results out of them. Sometimes those things we're doing are painful, really cause a lot of stress to us, yet we keep doing it because it seems safer to keep doing that than actually change. When the reality is that the definition of crazy is is doing the same thing, expecting different results from it, right? Now, I'm gonna go, not going to go that far with, with what we do. But, you, you, you know, maybe it's doing the same thing over and over and then wishing you got different results. But it doesn't happen because you're stuck. You're stuck in the same place. Um, and it's very hard to see what it is you're doing that's causing that. I mean, it, it is challenging. But you need to know that the, the truth of the matter is that the magic, the, the clients and the jobs and the money and all the things that you want in your design business and your life are on the other side of the comfort zone. Okay. Not where you are now, but over there doing something different right? And the challenge becomes doing that and understanding that that if you keep doing the same thing, you do get the same results. And magic happens when you step over and get into a place where you're not so comfortable, where it even feels a little bit risky to be there. You know, sometimes making those kind of moves are very scary. Sometimes they're not so scary. And it's not like you should be doing something risky that's fearful because you're not going to, you know, fall off a cliff or, you know, hurt yourself, that sort of thing. But it's fearful in our minds because we're not doing what we normally do and we've never done this before. So it, it can really play with your head when the reality is it's where you really need to be. I've done that so much that I really kind of like to have my toes over the edge. I, I push boundaries on things. I try things. I do stuff I've never done before a lot. Okay. And it, it's paid off enormously because, you know, the magic is on the other side of the comfort zone. Right. So, you know, personally, I know where my huge growth has come from. And it's when I stepped into things, jobs and opportunities and, and helpful people and that sort of thing that were way beyond what I was comfortable with. Yet I had a sense that there was something there and I ought to pursue it. And I needed to get over my own sense of 
fear or worry about doing this, about trying to keep things just the same, but actually be able to, to make a move. So, you know, and I've done it so much, I kind of like my toes over the edge because I know that when I do that, something really cool is going to come out of it. Okay. It's going to be a new opportunity. It's going to be something we never did before. It's, it's, it, it leads to all kinds of interesting things. There have been many, many times in my design career where I have walked out the door of a client's house or office or something like that with a contract and a check in hand. And I had no idea how I was going to get that job done. All right. I just figured I could do it. And I'm, I'm saying, this is going to be great. I got these great ideas. It's going to be fabulous. I love it. You know, see you in two weeks, that kind of thing, you know, and I walked out the door and thought, well, here I am, you know, who am I going to call to have help me with this? And, and the reality is I pulled every one of those off. Be it uh, model homes, three model homes in three weeks. Why would you do that? I don't know. Just kind of crazy. Or, you know, hospitality jobs, hotel rooms, restaurants, uh, surgical offices, all, all sorts of things that I had never done before. But I was willing to take the chance, willing to step out and really go after it so that I would know how to do that in the future. And every time you do that, you grow, you get bigger. And you get more strong and you get more brave and, and all of those things happen, right? That's why I teach this stuff here at Interior Design Business Academy. I mean, it's so important. It made so much impact in my life that, you know, I want to share it with you. I want you to know this, that this is, this is how it happens. So let me give you some examples of what stuck looks like, right? Stuck in, stuck in the comfort zone and just not stepping out where you need to. Often it feels like, um, having your nose pressed up against the window, like up against the glass, looking in from the other side, kind of like you're the outsider and you're looking in at, at interior design and careers and that sort of thing. And it looks like, um, all these people, these are being very successful and getting where they want to be and, and things are happening to them, but you're still standing there with your nose on the window. Okay. The thing, the thing that's happening there is that those designers are willing to, to do things that you're not. Okay. That actually, that's the core of it is that they're willing to go after it. They're willing to take risk. They're willing to step into a situation that they don't know how quiet it's going to come out, but they're willing to do it and go after it. And that's the difference of getting your nose off the window and getting into the game. Okay. Now, a way that that can show up, the way that, that that's stuck in the comfort zone shows up, is jumping into a design job, say, without planning it first. Now, I understand there's a lot of enthusiasm. I mean, we really, we really do love what we do, okay? And I, me too, me too. And when my creative brain kicks in, it's like, boy, I want to be in it. I, w- I just want to get in it. And I realize that's what happens. But when you jump into a job without planning how you're going to do the job and communicating that plan to the client and writing that plan in a letter of agreement, right down to, you know, how many meetings it's going to take and what you're going to charge and when you're going to get paid, you know, and what, you know, essentially what the rules of the games are. When you don't do that is when your jobs go south and you get into this and you get started and suddenly you're, you're in a mess. Okay, you've got a client trying to take over your job because it's not moving because we didn't explain it. You know, it, it's, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's a really difficult spot. And, 
And I realized why, you know, it's big. We have a lot of heart and we really have a lot of enthusiasm. And, you know, when the creative brain kicks in, it's, it's great. It's fabulous. It's a lot of fun. However, if you don't use the other side of your brain and set things up and create rules first, you get in trouble. You get in trouble every time. Okay. So, so planning, planning and communicating the plan is a huge piece. Okay. That you need to step into. Right. Because if you don't, you're stuck with these jobs that end up not paying you. Um, they end up taking way too much time. They end up going off the rails with the clients telling you what they want and what they want to do next and what this should be and that should be. And you're left with nothing to stand on because there's, there's nothing in the contract that says what you're going to do. Those letter of agreements, so I'm calling contracts, a letter of agreement is a contract, remember. In, if, if you just says, I'm going to make the, the living room beautiful. I'm going to create this great living room for you, Mrs. Client, you know, and I'm going to charge you $3,500 to do it. Um, there's, there's no limitation on how long it'll take her to pick out the sofa fabric. I mean, this could go on and on and on, or it could turn into something like, well, you know, in the middle of the job, you decide we don't like what you put together. I want to go out and shop for it myself. And I want you to tell me it's good. Right? I mean, no, that's not your job. That's not it. That's not what you intended, but that's where you could end up. Right? So, so, you know, this gobbledygook that happens in these jobs that makes a mess, that makes you work way too many hours, spend way too much time on it, not get paid for what you're doing, not charge appropriate, all of that stuff is from, from not stopping and not, not stopping in the beginning and planning the job. And I think it comes from a fear of if I don't, if I don't grab this right now and say something right now, I'll lose it. Okay. And it's actually not true. Um, something that would be far more deliberate with a client there, there would really respect you for. Another way getting stuck in your comfort zone shows up is getting worried that if you ask for too much money, you won't get the job. Okay. It, it, it's, it, it, it's stuck. And, and, and when you're in that place, you're, you're making little tiny fees that make, have nothing to do with the work that has to be done. Or you're, and you're not thinking about how you're going to do the job. In other words, you can't figure out a fee for a job until A, you know the budget and B, you have a plan for how you're going to do it. Okay. And then you could, you could quote it and write the fee. But if you don't have any of that, you're going to get smacked again and you're you're back in the part where you don't get paid you know blah, 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 blah. awful awful spot and and you're you're stuck you're stuck um if you're still challenging hourly you're still in the same place hourly billing takes a lot of time you don't bill what you're you don't bill <laughs> what you actually worked you make up time bills at the end of the month that are take a long time to write and you don't get paid for that and then you look at it and go oh, oh that's too much they'll never pay me that much and then you reduce it right that's stuck in your comfort zone and that's not a good place and that's painful i mean it's painful to give yourself a, a deduction before you ever send out the bill i mean internally that's beating you up all right. And that, that is stuck. That is really, really stuck in the wrong place. 
Another way being stuck in your comfort zone could show up is working nights and weekends, okay? And answering texts and emails that, you know, texts at 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Uh, you know, the stories about that stuff go on and on. The um, unending websites and shopping things that people want you to look at that aren't in your contract, that sort of thing. That is is another place you're stuck in your comfort zone. And the comfort zone is not setting any boundaries with anybody. Okay. Now I realize that may be hard if you've never set any boundaries in your life with family and that sort of thing. So you may need to start there, right? And do some of that first before you expand into clients. But that's a really important piece of being the, the designer that you want to be. And, and setting boundaries and rules with clients often is just a fear of, well, if I, if I stand up and say that, they won't want me or they won't, I won't get the job or I won't, you know, it's like this idea that you have to lay down and roll over, um, to get the job. And it's, it's simply not true. And it's painful. And because you're not treated well when that happens. Your clients aren't respecting you and your time because you've never set any boundaries or put anything out there that would cause them to do it. So you've got to realize that when you, when you set those boundaries, when you say, this is how I work, when you have a system that you can explain to a client, this is how it works, they step into line and they respect you for it. And, and you get paid and you, you get paid and you're, you don't work on nights and weekends. So, you know, that's when you're, you're out of the comfort zone to actually do that right? And the payoff is on the other side, you have the jobs, you have the kind of support and connection with people that you want and respect for what you're doing, all right? You know, sometimes these comfort zone places are comfortable because you've always done it that way, but they're actually painful. And it's really interesting to look at that because why would something so painful we would hold on so tight? Well, something in our brain, something, something in our brain, you know, some story we're running in the background says that we have to do this in order to get the job, in order to get the client, except that it's just not true. It's just not true. And the magic, the magic is on the other side of the comfort zone. It's getting out of that place where you think you have to put up with this stuff. You think you have to answer texts at 10 o'clock at night because they sent them, Right. What if, what, what if I don't? Well, she's going to be mad at me. Well, that would be okay. I mean, you could have a front end of your business where you explain when you can talk to me and when you can't. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to, to give yourself away to have a client. In fact, the more boundaries you have, the more solid you are on this sort of thing, like, like working nights and weekends and that sort of thing, or, or, you know, asking for, for good fees for, for your, your work is actually how you bring in good clients. Now, you know, stuck in your comfort zone is, is being afraid to ask for $10,000 to do a job, to do the design part of the job, not the furnishings, not at what they're going to spend on stuff, just you. Okay. And think about you being worth $10,000. If that worries you, you know, you're, you're, you're not only nose on the glass, you're, you're up against your glass ceiling. Okay. About what your value could be and understanding what your value could be. Because if you're worried and think that well, nobody would ever pay me $10,000 to a job or 25,000 or 60,000. I mean, it goes way up from there. It, you, there's no top to this. 
as you actually know. If that, if that doesn't seem like it could ever be possible, you're stuck in your comfort zone. And the comfort zone there is a belief system about your own worth and about the worth of designers and how, how people pay them, right? And, and how much value you bring to a job. Okay. It can have something to do with, with your own money story. You know, all, all of this stuff is about backstories always, you know, when you get into it and start messing with it and start exploring it. We do a lot of this here at IDBA because what I know is that, that I can give you all the, the lists and, and checklists and scripts and do it like this. And here's the recipe and you know, write the contract like this and say it this way. All of that stuff is great, but it won't work unless you shift your mindset, unless you're willing to step out of the comfort zone and do some things that you haven't been willing to do in the past. Step into situations where you don't know how it's going to work out, okay? Where you don't know what the client's going to say when you tell them that you want $22,000 for this job. But here's the deal. If you don't ever risk it, it'll never happen for you. It'll never be there. So this becomes a really important piece. You know, I, I make a point to do things that are way out of my comfort zone, way out of my comfort zone. You know, things, you know, this whole interior design business academy at one time was way out of my comfort zone. It was like, what on earth is that? What am I doing this? Why am I out speaking to people in front of groups? All, all kinds of stuff that I'd never done before. But it, it manifests into what you want and creates those opportunities of, of where you really want to be. Sometimes comfort zone stuckness, <laughs> to say it that way, shows up as not investing in yourself or your business. You know, and it's like, it's like not valuing self and not valuing what this could be. You don't have the training and the knowledge. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. I mean, that's that. I mean, we get turned out of design school knowing how to design a room and write specifications, but we're not taught how to run a business. Right? By any means, it's kind of like lemmings going off the cliff. It's like it put you out there, but you know what's going to happen. Well, you've you've got to learn how to do it. You've got to learn where it is you push your comfort zone, where it is that you step beyond that, get your toes over the edge a little bit, so that you can you can make things happen. And this is not about about getting in scary situations where you're going to get hurt. That's not at all. It's, it's more like scary in a good way, right? It's the way I recognize it is if I'm a little uneasy about doing this thing, I know that the result on the other side is going to be really huge, right? So, and that's from doing it from a long time. So, you know, it takes practice. It is something that you really, really want to look for. So, you know, all of these pieces we're talking about, there's like setting boundaries with clients, having good boundaries, having a system that you can talk to about with your clients. You may feel scary and out of comfort zone to do that and have all those rules and say, this is how it's going to work. But it's what are the clients are, are wanting from you and expecting from you. And when it's not there, everything falls apart and you're back in the, you stayed in the comfort zone and then, you know, didn't get paid, you know, worked too hard, didn't get appreciated, all of those things. So think about this. Think about where in your business and your life are you stuck? Okay. What is happening? What kind of pattern have you created that keeps getting a result that you don't want? 
Okay. I have people talk to me about when I talk about investing in themselves. I know that's a hard thing, especially for women, because we're all about taking care of everybody else. We take care of our families. We take care of our children. They always come first. And I agree with that. However, your business is a different animal. It's a different thing than, than being a mom and wife. Um, and, and when you're, you're investing in yourself, and you know, this is for guys too. I see, I see women a lot. We, we do work with some really nice heart-centered guys and we really appreciate them having them around because we really like the male energy involved with this too. So I don't want to get, get stuck on that. But, but the reality here is that when, when you say, Oh, I can't afford to invest in myself. Um, I'll do it when I make some money. But the problem is you can't make any money because you don't know how because you haven't invested in yourself. Right? So there's something of a risk in that. Absolutely there is. But it's a risk in believing in yourself, believing that you're going to do it. Okay. Um, it's, it's developing, it's doing it enough and stepping out enough that you develop confidence around it so that when an opportunity shows up, you're, you're willing to step in. Uh, just in a, a toes over the edge kind of thing. I think I mentioned earlier that doing three models in three weeks. And, and that was an opportunity that came, uh, you know, quite a few years ago in my career. And it was this ridiculous situation where somebody I didn't know, I had no idea who they were, called me up and asked me if I could do three models in three weeks. And I said, well, I guess I probably could, but why? You know, it's an awful lot of work, right? Are you? Yeah. Well, she talked to some more about what happened. It was a home builder and they had built these houses and they had just set up the marketing. And in three weeks, the, you know, the radio and the, and the balloons and everything was going to come to, for their grand opening party. And the houses were done, but nobody ever ordered the models. This woman that I was talking to um, was a new employee, had just taken over the marketing position in that company, and she's going, please, please, will you do this for me? Got to find somebody to do it. And I, well, you know, the budget was reasonable, and I said, well, okay. I said, but but listen here, you know, I got to do this all retail. I can't bankroll, uh, you know, three houses full of furniture. I, I don't have that kind of money in my business. I mean, I... I mean, my, my daughter was in high school at that time, probably. I was, I was you know, I, I'm a single mom. I says, I'm, I don't have that kind of money behind me. I can't do that. I, I would need a hundred thousand dollars in my checking account on Monday morning in order to be able to do this. Now, that's a really bold thing to say. Took a risk. Took a risk. Did all right. You know, you know, in one way, it was such a bizarre situation that I thought, well, I might as well throw that out there. You know, the money, it couldn't possibly do it without the money thing being straightened out. So I said it. I just went out there with it. Um, she got it for me. She went on the line for it, got it, got the money up front. I needed another hundred a week, a week later. Um, to finish all those purchasing. I power shopped all over the state and pulled all those pieces together. We had models in three weeks and they were in. Now, what did that do for me besides making me very tired <laughs> and my crew exhausted and that sort of thing? Well, it turned into a relationship with a national home builder that I knew nothing about that, that resulted in about 10 years of business that often was a, close to a million dollars a year in just that account, because I took that chance, okay? So, you know, the moral of the story here, <laughs> what's, what's going on here is I encourage you to take some chances, go after some things that show up. When opportunities show up, um, 
you're supposed to step in, right? You need to know that, that what you want, the kind of business you want, the kind of lifestyle you want, you know, the, the fame and fortune you want, all of that stuff shows up as opportunities. Okay. And the opportunities often don't look like what you think they're going to look like. In fact, I'll guarantee you that the opportunities aren't going to look like what you think you're going to look like. But if you will step into them carefully, consciously aware of what's going on and cover your tush, make sure you, you know what you're, you're getting into and pay attention to it. It often leads to amazing, amazing results on the other side. Things that you never ever thought would be possible. I wasn't aiming to have a studio that did model homes for most of the home builders in Southern Arizona. But there I was. That's what happened. Because once we had one, we got, they heard about us. And we did some for these guys. And we did more for those guys. Then we did more for those guys. And on and on it went. Right. So it's all about stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something that you've really never done before. Because, you know, you got to remember that what you want, the magic, the money, the jobs, the clients, the freedom, the time to do what you want and, and the money to buy what you want is, is on the other side of that comfort zone. So until next time, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.